What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge is making sports betting so much more fun. Now, think about the average experience, right, for any other sports book. You log on, you go make your bet, and you wait and see if you win. Well, with Better Edge, it's so much more interactive. You can follow people and, and in turn track their picks. You can follow your friends, coworkers, family members. And on top of that, it tracks your record, tracks your friend's record. There's tournaments, competitions. It's so much more fun and interactive than a typical sports betting experience. And on top of that, they track your stats. They make it easier for you to bet long-term. A lot of these other statistics that professionals have access to, it's like, it's tough to come by, but now Better Edge gives you access to a lot of those stats. Oh yeah, on top of all of that, they don't charge a VIG. VIG free betting. So check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, like sports better. And use promo code SHARP. That promo code gets you a free $10, and it lets them know that we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How you guys doing? Happy Monday. The only cure for the Monday Blues, Varsity Blues. Thanks for joining us. How was the weekend? Did you cash some tickets, hit some winners. Finally back on the right track with the quick picks. A little five-in-one weekend. So on today's show, like we do every Monday, take a look back biggest things that happened last weekend. Now, keep in mind, during football season, I mean, in December and November for these weekend reviews, it's going to be packed. We're going to be going over line movements, where the market was right, where the market was wrong, overreactions, you know, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. There's going to be everything going on. Now, there's just not that much happening. So these Monday shows are going to be a little quicker by nature. But uh, like I said, 5-1 and one on the quick picks. Uh, 2-0 Saturday, 3-1 on Sunday. The loss was New York Red Bulls. We had them double chance or a plus a half last night. Couldn't get that final goal, but uh, like I said, 5-1 weekend and uh, getting things back on track with the quick picks. Now overall for 2021, 174-4. Now the break-even percentage is a little higher. Like yesterday, we gave out a couple minus 180s. So uh, the break-even percentage is right now 53.82%, a little bit higher than average. And just in case you're wondering uh, what that means in terms of the average bet, because what I always say is if you're minus 110, every bet that you make in the world is minus 110. Well, then that whole, yeah, we're 55%. That makes sense. But that's very rare. That's not likely every bet you you make is going to be on that scale. So our break-even percentage of 53.82%. Uh, what was it? 53.82%. That means our average bet is minus 117. So if you go back every single bet this year, it averages to where every game we're making is minus 117. Uh, so that's kind of how that works. And that's why you have to keep break even percentage. You know, if some people out there say, hey, we're going 65% but every game they give out is minus 200, that's still losing better. So you have to be under, you have to understand and be aware it matters what kind of games you take. And honestly, the bottom line is you need your percentage to be higher than your break-even percentage. That's what really matters. And for professionals who typically bet minus 110, they say, you know, you can't 
get much past 55% if you're going to do this seriously. It works on the same kind of scale for other numbers. So uh, our break-even percentage, 53.82. Our overall percentage, 57.47. That's kind of what you're looking for long-term. So that's why it matters. That's why it's important. And uh, we're back on track with the quick picks. Uh, How about Team USA? A little Olympics talk to uh, end the show today. Uh, Team USA losing to France, 83-76. Players have come out, said they're frustrated with the offense, frustrated with Popovich. It's like, of course they are. I mean, these guys, you know, you've got a roster full of Kevin Durant. It's like, you think they're going to bitch after a loss and blame someone else? It didn't surprise me one bit. And look, I'm not going to get into what they should be doing, my opinions. We just talk about numbers and the sports betting angle. And the fact is the United States closed as a 12-point favorite against France. We know they lost to Nigeria. We know they struggled in these lead-up games, but the market thought or you know, who, who, the people who shaped the market, the market initially and then the betters, they all thought the United States would wake up, play harder during the regular games or during the group stages and not let that kind of exhibition... Uh, lull affect them. Well, that didn't happen at all. They looked decent. I mean, they were winning with a couple minutes to go. And then France, I think, closed on something like a 14 to 2 run or 16 to 2 run, something like that. It was bad. And the United States, again, they closed as a, as a 12 point favorite with about six minutes left in the game. When the United States had the lead, they were still minus six and a half. It's crazy. So did they underachieve? There's not a question in my mind they underachieved. The, the only thing to worry about now is can they rebound, so to speak? <laughs> you know, can can they right the ship and end up getting to that gold medal game? I'm going to have to, you know, I'm not sure exactly if they can. I know that loss was bad and we have to see what happens in other group stage games. Obviously, France would now have to uh, get a loss. I, I believe that's the case. But either way, doesn't look good for the USA. Not good in terms of the, the spread. It's not like it was a pick em game or minus one, minus two. There were heavy favorites. Uh, couldn't get the job done, and it really disappointing for Team USA. We'll see what they do if they fix things going forward. But you see some really strange results in these games. And I don't want to hear LeBron James isn't there. The USA should be winning these games. Okay, I understand Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier play for France. They also in the NBA. It doesn't matter. They should be covering this spread, and that's what that's taken into account. The, the market and the bookmakers and people who bet these games understand that's all baked or should be all baked into the equation. So it doesn't matter if they have these players that that's represented in the minus 12, which the game closed at. So USA losing to France, 83-76. Uh, total medal count for the Olympics. Japan currently has the most gold medals with eight. Uh, USA has seven. China has six. And China is leading the overall medal count right now with 18 total medals. All right, final topic here. Uh, Big 12 news. Oklahoma and Texas finally officially announcing they are out. Later, Big 12. And uh, they wrote that they're not going to be renewing after the 2024 season. So I do have a lot of questions. As a matter of fact, if you guys like college football and are interested in this kind of thing, we are uh, launching a new show back up. It's a seasonal show called called uh, College Football Tailgate. That's back. I think our first show is going to be the first week of August, that uh, Tuesday. So College Football Tailgate is the the podcast and we go in depth. It's really fun and it, it's we talk lines and spreads and all different kinds of things. So stay tuned with that. And obviously we'll talk a little bit on this show too. But if you're a diehard college football fan, I really recommend College Football Tailgate, uh, part of the Woos Media 
podcast network. But uh, Oklahoma, Texas, not renewing their rights or not renewing their TV deal with the Big 12. And this is just the first domino or at least the next domino to fall. And I really believe that we are heading towards super conferences where we've got 15, 20 teams in each. And I've been saying this for a long time. I think there needs to be several divisions within football. This whole idea of 100 plus teams competing for the same trophy is nonsense. So I think this is the first, rightly so, kind of domino to fall or, or you know, piece of the puzzle to be put into place here because I think change does need to happen in terms of the landscape of college football. But Texas OU, again, this is not a big opinion show. Should it happen? What's going on? You know, that That's a whole different animal. But what we can look at is futures and things like that, but we don't know what the schedule is going to look like, what the conference is going to look like, or any of that. They're even talking about doing like pods, or not podcasts, but like po- like like clusters of teams, and doing four different clusters of four, and then doing schedules that way. So a lot has to be decided for that, but OU Texas are officially out of the Big 12. All right, thanks for listening today. Good luck, whatever you guys have going on tonight. Not a whole lot going on, but if you're betting on some Olympics or some baseball... Maybe some New Zealand ping pong. Something I don't even know is going on. So Something really cool. Something awesome I don't even know about. Little old school reference there. All right. You guys go win some bets. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sharp Angle Podcast.